This is episode 491 of the AWS podcast, released on December 7th, 2021. G'day everyone, Simon here with a quick pre-podcast message. Episode number 500 of the AWS podcast is coming up. We have a very special episode planned for you with lots of special guests, but we'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to contribute some audio to share, maybe your perspective on the podcast, um, how you've used it, etc., we'd love to hear from you. If you visit adibus.amazon.com slash podcast slash podcast, you can see there's a button on that page and it says submit questions and feedback. This lets you upload your own audio to us. So we'd love to hear from you. Drop us a note and we'd love to include you in the episode. Keep on building. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of AWS Launch. Of course, I'm your host, Nikki Stone. And today, I'm joined by three gentlemen working on the Inspector service. I'm joined by Rick Anthony, who's the general manager for Inspector, Kashish Wadwa, who's the product manager for Inspector, and then as well as Sravan Rengarajan, who is the product manager for ECR. Hello, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Nikki. Thanks, Nikki. How are you guys doing today? Excited, ready to go. (laughs) Well, feel free to go ahead and introduce yourselves and say anything that perhaps I I didn't say about you already, but I'm very excited to have you all here to talk about the new service that you've launched. Sure, I'll start. Hi, everyone. I'm uh, Rick Anthony, and as Nikki said, I'm the general manager of Inspector, and super excited to tell you what we have coming. I'm Kashish. I'm the product manager for Inspector, and it's a really good service, so try it out. Yeah, finally with me. Hey, everyone. I'm Shravan Ringarajan. I'm the product manager on ECR. Excited to be here. All right. So we've been talking about this new service. Tell us a little bit about it. What is Amazon Inspector? Sure, I'll start. So Amazon Inspector is a vulnerability management service. So what that means is we help customers find vulnerabilities within their workloads. Awesome. And I know that there is another service also named Inspector. So there's Inspector Classic. Can we go back in time a little bit and remind customers what is this previous service that we've launched in comparison to this new service that we have just launched? I can talk about that. Uh, To just give you a background on Inspector Classic, Inspector Classic was originally launched back in 2015, and it mainly focused on Amazon EC2 instances, and it it was a very traditional vulnerability management service where you can decide what to scan, when to scan, and how often to scan. And we offered primarily three rules packages. One was for CVE scanning, one for CIS assessments, and the third one was for network reachability assessments. And how is this new service different from Inspector Classic? So the new inspector is significantly different than Inspector Classic. We essentially redesigned the whole service from ground up. And there are very significant changes on how we approach vulnerability management in general. So with Inspector, we have very significant differences. And uh, Rick can point out some of those key differences now. Yeah, so with the new inspector, you know, we're really targeting customers of all sizes and and capabilities. So with the new inspector, we really want this to be a solution that's really easy for customers to enable 
and you know very quickly get a a broad view of all their resources. Um, we want to make this as easy for customers to use and, and get value out of right away. So not only will we cover EC2 instances and network reachability like Inspector V1, uh, the service and market today, we'll also do assessments of ECR container images. Wow. Okay. So that that's new. So how does it work? So previously, you know, we scanned EC2 images. Now we will also scan ECR container images, or I'm assuming any image running in ECS or that's uploaded to ECR. Is that correct? So any, any image that is pushed to ECR, we mm -hmm. automatically detect that and scan that. Now, one of the significant differences between V1 and uh, the new inspector is that we are moving to a completely automated continuous model. And what I mean by that is customers don't need to decide what to scan, when to scan, how often to scan. We automatically discover all EC2 instances, all container images as soon as they are launched or pushed to the ECR. And we immediately start scanning them for software vulnerabilities and unintended network exposure. Now, customers have a lot of questions around what do we mean by continuous. Continuous is basically not that we run these scans in background all the time. We have developed an intelligent algorithm in the backend with, which looks for specific triggers. Now, those triggers could be things like new EC2 instances launched or a new container image is pushed. Or if you install a new package, a software package on EC2 instance, we automatically detect that. We automatically trigger a very small delta scan on the affected resources to determine if they are vulnerable or not. And similarly, if you patch something, we automatically detect that. But one of the most critical trigger, which helps customers identify zero-day vulnerabilities, is that when a new CVE is published in any of the major sources like NVD or any public sources, we automatically detect that. We automatically identify which all resources are impacted by it, and we present the findings to the customers in almost real time, which is a significant improvement in vulnerability management where customers don't have to wait for prolonged period of times to wait to see what resources are impacted by that zero-day vulnerability. This cuts down their time to identification of that vulnerability from weeks or months to potentially in a matter of hours. So when you show these vulnerabilities, are you also showing the customers how to fix or how to patch, or is there maybe even an easier way to one-click to patch, one-click to fix? Um, how does that work? Yes, for each finding that is generated, we do provide remediation details. So depending on what kind of vulnerability it is, we do provide remediation details. For example, in, in case of a software vulnerability, we do identify the affected packages, affected software packages for each finding, and we do provide if there is a fixed package available by the vendor, uh, for example, Amazon or Red Hat, we do provide that fixed in package version also. In case of network teachability finding, if there are open or misconfigured security groups or open paths, we do provide that information to the customer so that they can easily go and fix that. And let's say I've gone and, and followed your remediation details and upgraded my software or fixed whatever it is. Um, does Inspector then auto detect that it's now been removed or do I need to go tell Inspector, hey, I did it, I remediated it? We automatically detect everything. Everything is automated, everything we detect, and we mark that finding as closed within wow. a matter of minutes. 
Okay, that's really, really cool as someone who has to remediate security issues. That is a super cool feature. So I, I also know that there, that ECR has a, you know, a native Claire-based solution. How does Inspector's container image scanning solution differ from this native uh, Claire-based solution? Yeah, that, that, that's a great question. So we ECR, we, we have, as you said, an image scanning solution based on Claire that, that's built in uh, that we launched a few years ago. Uh, and customers really like that because ECR as a registry is at the heart of any container deployment on, on AWS. Your, all your images have to come to ECR before they're actually run in production. Right. But our customers, and you can, as you can see, security is really critical at that, that stage. But customers wanted more from what we were offering. So the first was, as Kashish was saying, they wanted an increased scan frequency. Currently, when you push an image to ECR, that's the only time it's scanned. But customers wanted more from that. They wanted uh, images to be scanned more often in, in case additional vulnerabilities were found later on in their software. Sure. The second was the breadth of what scanning actually offers. So one really awesome thing that Inspector provides is scanning not only on the operating systems that are used in, in images, but also on the software packages and programming languages that are used. So Python, Java, Ruby, for example. And the third is also just integration into services that customers already use today for security, such as AWS organizations and Security Hub. So now with Inspector, all the findings that it detects from your container images are automatically routed to Security Hub, the tool that customers already use to get a single pane of glass view of those anyways. And you can instill really great security practices at a broader scale by enabling scanning for an entire AWS organizational unit. Is there a benefit to now using both Claire, this native base solution, and as well as inspectors container image scanning? Or would I want one over the other? Or do I see both in my inspector logs? Or how does that work? Yeah, it's, uh, that's a great question. So you know, we, we give customers the choice for w which one they want to choose. And the Claire offering is now called basic scanning. And the inspector offering is called enhanced image scanning with inspector. Mm -hmm. We predict that many customers, uh, in fact, most customers that are using scanning today are they're already very security minded. So, you know, they're going to want more out of scanning and they're, they've already been telling us that they want more. So they would choose inspector. But these options are side by side in the ECR console. A customer can turn on Claire for some repositories, for example, maybe their test repositories and then the more enhanced scanning solution with inspector for their production repositories. So we offer the granularity to pick pick and choose which scanning service you want at the repo level itself. Awesome. And I can see all those findings in Inspector now. If, yeah, it doesn't matter which one I pick. Not only can you see them in Inspector, but you can also see them in the, the ECR console and it's accessible through the ECR API and CLI. Wow, that's really cool. So does Claire also now do more additional scanning or the basic scanning? Does do additional scanning besides the first push or that's only if I select advanced? Will it just continuously scan for vulnerabilities? Let's say like a month after I've uploaded my image, a new CD pops up. That That's correct. Yeah, that that's available only with the enhanced. Got it. Okay, I definitely want enhanced scanning then. Mm -hmm. um, this, uh, this is a really cool feature, especially if you work, if you do the DevOps for your 
your engineering teams, or if you are DevOps and the SDE at the same time, like me, um, I have to fix these CVs all the time. So I, I definitely appreciate the work that you guys have done here. How does the continual scanning actually get triggered? Is it on a monthly basis? Is it on a daily basis? Or can I set up a schedule? Or how does that work? Sure, I can take that. So we, we absolutely want to get customers away from thinking about, hey, I have to schedule this on every Monday morning or every every beginning. As Kashi said earlier, everything is automated. So what we do is we constantly look at customers' environments. And when we see new resources, like an image being pushed into ECR or an EC2 instance being launched, we capture that and we scan immediately so that as a customer, you see those results pop up in the console almost in real time. As changes are detected, if customers are terminating instances, we make changes. If we see that there's new CVE definitions being published and you have, as a customer, resources impacted because we, we've captured a manifest of all the information, we will automatically reassess at that time. We really want customers not to be inspector administrators, we want them to be in the mode of going to inspector to see data so they can focus on their core job, which is remediation. So inspector is really in charge of rescanning at the point that it feels that's necessary because it's discovered, you know, additional software vulnerabilities or CVEs have come uh, up or et cetera. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we've been referring to it as intelligent scanning. It, it's not periodic. It's as as it's needed. I literally want this like ASAP. Uh, okay, so this is really, really cool. Obviously, definitely want this for my own software. Going back to how the remediation shows up and uh, and how customers can fix it, is there also like some kind of risk score that shows me like how important it is that I fix this now versus like one that maybe can wait? Because sometimes I have, you know, CVs that come up that are like less critical than others and I'm in the middle of something else and can't take care of it. Yes, absolutely. To help customers prioritize what to fix first, Inspector has come up with something we call Inspector Risk Score, which is a highly contextualized score based on customer's environment. Now, we generate this score for each finding. So what I mean by that is we correlate the CVE metadata that is applicable for any CVE, and we correlate that with a lot of environmental factors of the customer's environment. So what that includes is things like network access or exploitability of that specific CVE and also other factors that we have planned for future, such as uh, social media trends, et cetera. Now, to give you a real-time example how that would work is, let's say if there is a new CVE that is published to NVD with a CVSS score of 10, which is very critical. And right. uh, let's say let's say if that CVE can only be exploited remotely. Now that CVE, if is present on an instance that has network reachability, versus an instance that is local that doesn't have external connectivity, that CVE is not the same on both. So since right. Inspector does continuous network reachability scans in parallel, we correlate that data and we adjust that score for that instance, which is local. So we would reduce that score from, let's say, 10 to 8, so that it accurately represents the risk of that CV on an instance in customer's environment. 
And we are being completely transparent about it. We show that information. How did we arrive from that score, uh, CVS score, to that inspector score in the inspector console and through the APIs? And we highlight what the changes are and so forth and so on. Okay, that is extremely valuable. That is probably one of the most valuable things you've said because generally when I have a security scanner, you know, they just base it off the CVE score and tell me it's critical, but it might not be critical for my specific environment at that moment in time. So that is extremely valuable. That means that if I do have, you know, of a more of a local situation, maybe it's even a testing situation, it's not going to give me the highest score possible, where if I have something that's running in production connected to the network, you know, has inward internet access, it's going to give me a higher score of fix it now, which is great because it tells me exactly when I need to fix it based on my specific situation and not just like a general like, you know, fix it now because it's a high score. That's incredible. Definitely, because security teams told us that there are so many findings. There are just so many yes. findings. They can't fix yes. everything at once. Exactly. They need to know what to fix first. And this really helps them drive that risk down. Okay. so. Let's go back a little bit. So we have this classic service. How can a classic inspector user migrate to the new inspector service if they so choose? Yep. So I can I can take that. So both inspector, uh, the new one we're launching and inspector classic will run in parallel. So after we launch, customers who go to the console and look up inspector will get the new experience. And we provide links back to the to the old console so they can go back and forth between the two. We encourage customers that are using V1 to just go and turn the new inspector on. They can run on them in parallel and, and just see the value for themselves. There's a free trial period of two weeks. So, you know, there's really no risk to turn it on. Once they're happy with what they see in the new inspector, they can simply just go and turn the inspector classic off. There's really no migration that they have to do. Just turn the new one on, turn the old one off. And how easy is it for me to A, turn the new one on if I'm an existing Inspector customer and B, get started if I've never used Inspector before? Yeah, so the, the good news with the new Inspector, because our focus is trying to make this as easy as possible, we are now standardizing on the SSM agent. So. We've heard from customers that they are adopting the SSM agent and using it for a lot of different capabilities. So if you are one of those customers and you have SSM deployed across your fleet, then the good news is there's no work. You just turn the new inspector on and it will start collecting data automatically for you. If you're interested in doing the container assessments, then there's even less to do because there's no agent involved. You just turn us on and we automatically see all the images that you start pushing into your repository. Okay, and if I'm not an existing customer and I'm brand new, then if I want the container image scanning, I don't have to do much. But if I want EC2 scanning, I have to use the SSM agent? That's exactly right. And and we're, you know, as we talk to customers, uh, we're finding that many of them already have it turned on and have it configured to collect the inventory that inspector uses. Great. How easy is it for me to do that if I'm starting from scratch, let's say, and I didn't have it already turned on? So uh, SSM agent is uh, already embedded in a lot of the armies from several operating system vendors, including Amazon, obviously, SUSE, Ubuntu, et cetera. And 
another step they need to do is they have to attach an instance role to that instance while creating an instance and that's about it they don't wow. have to do okay. anything else okay yeah sounds really easy to set up then even if i'm a new customer are there any partners perhaps involved with inspector i know that there are other security scanning services out there and i'm just wondering if maybe inspector has integrated with any of them Yes. So we have partners in different categories. So we got uh, some open source vulnerability data from Sneak. And mm -hmm. uh, we have some other partners we get. Uh, we have source data from. In terms of uh, ISV partners, which are our technology partners, we do have partners like XM Cyber. And, and, and how, are, then we have, how are you integrated with these partners? Let's say Snick, for example, because I use Snick. Yeah, so Sneak, we just get the data from them and we Excellent. have our internal intelligence database that consumes over 50 sources and Sneak is one of them. But it represents a critical component of providing that open source vulnerability information for programming languages for us. Really, really cool. That's an awesome integration for sure. So this is an awesome service, uh, definitely extremely valuable. Speaking on behalf of my own product that I work on, I need this ASAP. Um, what is next for you guys? What's next on the agenda? So overall, our vision is to move security further to the left, making it easier for central security teams as well as individual application teams so that developers can embed security in their workflows and central security teams can still provide oversight and manage that centrally. And then we want to expand inspector coverage across different resources like Lambda functions yes, or please. even code artifacts. Because if you if you think about it, the same Python 2.7 package could be present in your EC2 instance, could be present in your container images, could be in your Lambda functions, and even in your application source code. So you don't really need different solutions to identify the same problem in the same package. Okay, when that happens, you're gonna have to come back on the podcast and tell me about it because the Lambda function drop was have to have that ASAP. So yes, yes, please. Well, thank you guys for sharing all of this amazing information about your new service and also what's next up. That's very exciting. I speak on behalf of all of our customers. Personally, I'm very excited for the future of this service. Is there anything else that we didn't mention that maybe you want customers to know about Amazon Inspector? I would say, you know, one of one of the things we really stress is is making the solution simple, but also making it approachable for all customers. One of the one of the segments that that's I think been challenging historically is enterprise customers because those security teams just deal with so many accounts and so many internal users. And so one of the big features that we really haven't talked about but is really powerful is our integration with AWS organizations. So if you're an enterprise customer, once you go in and turn Inspector on and set a delegated admin account, you can then tell Inspector, hey, enable all of my accounts in my organization. And as new accounts come online, enable those as well. And so one of the big problems that this will help with is you know, security gaps. A lot of enterprise customers told us they spent a lot of time kind of chasing down internal customers, making sure they turn on tools, making sure they do this, do that. And, and this takes all that work away. And so now the security team simply focuses on the findings and, and not chasing down internal customers. Yeah, that's awesome. It's uh, added efficiency for sure. Um, 
I know I'm guilty of sometimes not turning things on too. So that's a, it's a great feature that we definitely didn't talk enough about. Uh, well, thank you guys also for coming on the podcast to tell me about your new service, Amazon Inspector. It has been an amazing time. This is an amazing service. I'm definitely very excited to go play with it and turn it on. How can our customers get in contact with you if they have questions or feedback about Amazon Inspector? Yeah, I know all of us would be happy to take customer questions. You know, for people out there, um, they can reach me on LinkedIn at rick-anthony. And you can reach me at Kashishwadwa on LinkedIn. And you can reach me at Shravan-Rangarajan on LinkedIn and Shravan underscore R underscore on Twitter. Awesome. And you guys always know where to find me if you have feedback about the podcast, the service, or anything else. My Twitter handle is knee, like your knee, and a key 23. That's K-N-E-E-K-E-Y. 23. We love to hear your feedback or any questions that you might have. Otherwise, we will see you next time. Keep on building. Thanks, Nikki. Thanks, Nikki. Thank you. Episode number 500 of the AWS podcast is coming up. We have a very special episode planned for you with lots of special guests, but we'd love to hear from you. If you would like to contribute some audio to share, maybe your perspective on the podcast, um, how you've used it, etc., we'd love to hear from you. If you visit adibus.amazon.com/podcast/adibus-podcast, you can see there's a button on that page, and it says "Submit Questions and Feedback." This lets you upload your own audio to us. So we'd love to hear from you. Drop us a note, and we'd love to include you in the episode.